You're listening to The Daily Detail, a roundup of the most important news from the state of Alabama and across the United States. I'm Andrea Tice. Alabama lawmakers react to the news that millions of barrels of gasoline will be released from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. The White House made that decision one day before Thanksgiving. Alabama Congressman Jerry Carl says that the president is acting like a drunken pilot trying to defy the law of gravity, but eventually will crash the plane. Carl says he and others on the Natural Resources Committee warned the president that his decision at the start of this year to close the Keystone Pipeline was going to lead to this point when it comes to the fossil fuel industry. Congressman Gary Palmer says that Americans are now bracing for the most expensive winter in years with spikes in energy costs. And Congressman Barry Moore says the decision to kill the Keystone Pipeline project was foolish and asks the question, why does Biden hate American energy so much? Moore says that Biden has destroyed our energy independence in less than a year, with gas prices now 60% higher than this time last year. Alabama Attorney General Steve Marshall is joining another lawsuit that's going on in the state of Colorado. Marshall filed an amicus brief with Jack Phillips of Masterpiece Cake Shop. Phillips is back in court for refusing to create a custom cake that celebrates a gender transition. Phillips already had a case go straight up to the U.S. Supreme Court years ago when he refused to make a wedding cake for a gay couple. The Supreme Court ruled in favor of Phillips. There are now 16 attorneys general from other states who are backing this case as that of an artistic work that is protected under the First Amendment. Marshall says that cake shop owner Phillips holds strong religious beliefs when it comes to same-sex marriage and transgenderism, and as such has a right to refuse using his artistic talent to promote such behavior. Marshall says that liberty is not dependent upon the whims of what may be considered politically correct or not. A nine-year-old Oneana boy is being hailed a hero for saving his mother's life, J.D. Alfaro, was given a merit award recently from local first responders for the action he took when his mother was having a massive heart attack. Regina Alfaro and her son were returning from football practice together when the heart attack occurred. J.D. could see that his mom was hurting and called 911. WBRC News caught up with J.D. I wanted to call 911 because she was screaming in pain. And I was crying too. I needed to save her. I'm not letting my mama down. She has been here for me, and now I'm going to be here for her. He, he saved my life, and I'm very thankful for that. I mean, if it hadn't been for him, I wouldn't be here. A ravine in Blunt County is now all cleared of a pile of packages that were discovered there. Those packages were all part of a FedEx delivery truck. Deputies found 300 to 400 of the packages on private property in an area northeast of Birmingham. FedEx trucks were called in and brought over to the area to load up on these packages and return them to delivery. Deputies are now working to find out why those packages were dumped. Alabama head football coach Nick Saban is fired up for the Iron Bowl this Saturday. He's even more fired up to take on those who are not happy with the latest performance of the Crimson Tide. I don't know. I mean... When I came here, everybody was happy to win a game. All right, now we're not happy to win a game anymore. We're not happy to win a game at all. All right, we think we should win games by whatever. And I don't think that's fair to the players either. Because right, our players work our, their butt off all right, to be the best that they can be. 
I, and to get criticized for what they work hard for to do so that you can be entertained. All right, so that you can enjoy and have pride and passion for what they accomplish and what they do. And they're not perfect. Right, they're just college students. They're going to co- they go to school every day. They got to study. All right, they have to run extra after practice when they miss study hall. I mean, come on, give me a break. This is not professional football. These guys aren't getting paid to play here. They're representing you all. You should be proud and happy to support them and appreciate what they do and have some gratitude. And you know what else? Nobody wants to win worse than they do. Yep. Not me, not you. I don't care what kind of fan you are. Nobody wants to win more than the players that play. Nobody. Saban and his team will be traveling to Auburn to play the Tigers at Jordan-Hare Stadium. Kickoff is at 2.30 p.m. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, Black Friday is starting off with a strike by Amazon workers. The Make Amazon Pay campaign is going to take place in 20 different countries. This campaign has a coalition of 70 trade unions and groups who are backing the Amazon employees in this effort. The Amazon employees are demanding improved working conditions and accountability for the top executives. Individuals who are involved from oil refineries to factories to warehouses will all be participating in this strike. A poll put out by The Hill and Harris X shows that 65% of those host families that had others over for the Thanksgiving meal did not demand that their guests be vaccinated or masked. 11% of those hosting the traditional dinner did require both vaccination and masking, while 21% of the hosts required guests just to be vaccinated. In the political breakdown of this, 78% of Republicans did not demand a mask or vaccination of their guests, with only 53% of Democrats doing the same. When it comes to the COVID-19 vaccine, there are 10,000 U.S. Marines who are still refusing to take that shot and are headed towards a deadline this coming Monday. It's the deadline for the total 186,000 Marines to meet the vaccine mandate requirement. The Marines that are not planning to comply represent the highest proportion of those within any military branch refusing to get it. So far, the Marine Corps headquarters has not made public how many of those may have applied for some type of exemption. The Remain in Mexico program that was first implemented under the Trump administration is set to be put back in place again starting next week. The Biden administration will have to return asylum seekers to Mexico to await immigration court date. This policy was put back into place after a lawsuit took it to the U.S. Supreme Court, which sided in favor of the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals. That court order to return to the Remain in Mexico policy occurred in August of this year. A Georgia jury finds three men guilty of murder in the death of Ahmad Arbery last year. The jury deliberated for about 11 hours before they found Travis McMichael, his son Greg McMichael, and William Bryan guilty of the death of 25-year-old Aubrey. Marcus Arbery, the father to Ahmad, delivered comments following that verdict. For real, all life matters. All life. Yes. Not just black children. We don't want to see nobody go through this. Amen. I don't want to see no daddy watch the kid get lynched and shot down like that. That's right, Ma. So it's all our problem. It's all our problem. So, hey, let's keep fighting. Let's keep doing it and making this place a better place for all human beings. Amen. All human beings. Amen. Everybody. Love everybody. All human beings need to be treated equally. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. Be sure to listen to Right Side Radio and host Phil Williams. 
where he says sometimes the government gets it wrong. William, my brother, was telling the story about his daughter, my niece. And it was a beautiful wedding, huge turnout. And the young newlyweds, they went off for their honeymoon before going back to report to the husband's first job in full-time ministry up in Virginia. And as William tells a story, he went out to the mailbox one day soon after the wedding to get the mail. And he realized that there was a letter addressed to his newly married daughter from the state of Alabama. Well, she was on her honeymoon. And so he figured he'd better open it to make sure it was nothing important. So he opened the envelope to find that it was the young couple's wedding license application with a big stamp on it that said, rejected. What? They can do that? How does the state get to reject a couple's application for marriage? Well, in this case, it was simply because they had filled out part of the form incorrectly. I mean, sort of. All she did basically was not fill out her mother's maiden name correctly. I mean, that's all it was. No big deal. But it meant that in the eyes of the state, you guessed it, they were not married. Well, William, being one of those kidding dads, thought this was just too good not to make use of it. So he, you know, what did he do? He called his daughter on her honeymoon. And the conversation went something like, hey, I've got some bad news. What's wrong, Dad? Well, the, uh, the state of Alabama, they've rejected your marriage license. What? What do you mean? And what does, what does that mean for us? Well, says Dad, I guess you're not married. So I suppose you're living in sin right now. And as your father and pastor, I'm going to suggest strongly y'all get separate hotel rooms till we get this thing sorted out. After which there was a long pause and a very long pause. And she goes, Dad, that's not going to happen. We're married in the eyes of God. And that's good enough for me. Well, we were rolling with laughter while William told the story because he added and embellished and, and made it just great. God bless him. But can you, can you imagine being on your honeymoon and finding out you might not actually be married in the eyes of the government? Well, it was a funny story, but I've got to tell you, the more I thought about it, the more I molded over, I couldn't help but think, wow, what if? I mean, what if they had never opened the envelope? Or what if it had gotten lost in the mail? What if she had gone to get her new license in Virginia only to find out they needed that same tacky piece of Alabama paperwork only to find out that it actually had been rejected? All in all, the crisis was averted because William was a nosy dad and opened his daughter's mail, right? But here's the thing. That bill that was passed by the legislature was done largely to ostensibly take the government out of the business of conducting wedding ceremonies. I'm not sure if any probate judge still conducts weddings at all. But in a sense, it really put the government smack in the middle of it. Forever my niece will have a wedding anniversary that differs from the records of the state of Alabama. Will it matter in court? Will it matter for insurance? Would it matter for determining rights to property or airship to estates? Could it be a factor in applying for a home loan, paying taxes, legal custody of kids, and a divorce? I don't know. Maybe. Well, I agree with my niece's assessment. They were married in the eyes of God. Sometimes the government just gets it wrong. And I'd say there's been a lot of that going around lately. You can find that podcast at rightsideradio.org.